0: Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: All right, guys, hello, and what we want to do today is look at a little bit of the verb review, this boring stuff, verb reviews, like, and then uh, we'll, we'll go over a few of our exercises, just a few, and then we want to uh, talk about the future tense, and then we're going to sing Que Sera Sera. In Latin, which uh, is kind of interesting because que is Spanish. But anyway, uh, we're going to sing it in Latin today. And uh, we're going to talk about the rape of the Sabines today, too, if we get a chance. So that's what we're going to do. Now, I need to go back to lesson 39. Some of you who get the notes, got the notes for lesson 40. Uh, I'm sorry, wrong. I need to go back to lesson 40. I need to go back to lesson 40. Usually I put the exercises in the lesson we're doing. So like I would have put them at the beginning of lesson 41, but I forgot. So we're going to look back at lesson 40 a minute at the verb review and at the principal parts and at the exercises. Then we'll go to the new lesson, which is third, which is 41. Okay, let's just talk about verbs. Uh, The present, the imperfect are based on the second principal part, which is your infinitive, A R E. Long E-R-E, short E-R-E, or I-R-E. You remember that. The perfect tense is based on the third principle part, which which could be anything, which could be anything. Now, first conjugation, most of the time, what is the third principle part? Most of the time.
2: A-V-I.
1: Yes, A-V-I. So we'd say amo, amare, amawi. We would say probo, probare, probavi. We would say laudo, laudare, laudawi, et cetera. Now, there are at least three exceptions to that rule. Can anyone tell me what they are? What verbs don't do that in first conjugation?
2: Do, dare, dedi, datus.
1: Yes, do, dare, dedi, datus. It doesn't say that's, dawi, it says dedi. I'm sure that's the only Roman one I know. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> Roman kids went around saying dawit instead of dead it, but uh, it is dead it. Okay. Uh, you don't know the other two. Anyone know the other two? Uh, no, can't remember. Well, if you knew one, you'd be clean. One is lawo, to wash. Oh, okay. So lawo, laware, lawi, we? lotus, La- or lautus. Lautus. And I think the reason is it's a little hard to say lawawi, so lawi what they say. Um, that's one. And the other one is sto. Sto. It's like do. Do. Sto stare steti statoris. Ah, uh, staturus. Sto stare steti statoris. So those are the irregular ones in first conjugation. What do second conjugations? The second principal part is always what? E R E. Long E sure, R E. Long E R E. And what's the third one usually? Usually, sure. often. U I. Like terreo terrere terui. Mareo Mareere marui. o dokeere dokui. Mostly that's what they are. Now there's some exceptions. Can anyone tell me an exception? Uh, the a third principal part that's not ui, that's a second conjugation verb. Give me a hint. <laughs> What's that verb we know that means to remain? Oh.
2: Maneo. Maneo. What's it's Man-io. third principal
1: part? Yeah, that's it. Monsi. Monsi. Yeah, right. Monsi. Uh what about um what about you be o? I don't know if that in, is that in this list should be if it's not
2: I'm seeing that one
1: I don't think it's in here but we've had it Ubeo means to order what is its third principal part you see oh and with oh that's one we all should know what's our third principal part of with that
2: way
1: witty witty v-i-d-i remember wainey wiki wiki we, uh, Winky. um all right now third conjugation anything is possible Second principal part is always short ere but the third principal part can be anything anything okay so for example duco ducere what duco ducere duxi what about uh, Edo?
2: and E-D-I. edi yes
1: edi okay what about uh, ago eggy eggy what about kuro
2: of courses. Cucuri. Cucuri. Yeah, Cucuri. Cucuri. yeah. Cucuri. That's oh, a yeah. funny one. Yeah.
1: That's Cucuri. a funny one. Okay, so the oh, they can be heart. almost anything, and you just have to memorize them, really. Uh third IO mostly changes the A to an E. So you have a Kipio changes to a KP, you have cop copio changes to KP, fakio changes to Fakey. Uh it's et- etc. Mostly. Now there are exceptions. But that's the most common thing. Um, and fourth conjugation usually is either IVI or long E. So, for example, Aldio, aldire, Aldiwi, uh, Munio, Munire, Muniwi, but Wenio, Wenire, Weni. And so that's just a, a little help on these. And the more you can say them to yourself, the better you will do with these. And of the irregular verbs, the most important one is really sum, which is what's the third principal part of sum? Fui. Fui. And -hmm. what's the third principal part of posum?
2: Potui, T P O T U I.
1: Yes. Well, let's just look at a few of these exercises. And by the way, I've got, I owe you answers from last week, which I, which I haven't sent. So I'll be sending you some answers this week before we do the new notes, but uh, let's, let's do a couple of these. Uh, letter B, this is in lesson 39. Letter B. Oh, 30 no, I'm sorry, I'm I'm sorry. No, 39. No, 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 40. I'm sorry. Lesson 40. Lesson 40. Letter B of lesson 40. I'm sorry. Run forty-one today is a new lesson. Okay, let's just do one. Take the word laudo. How do I make the imperfect? How do I make the perfect? Keeping it in that same person. Laudo. Laudawi. Laudawi is correct for the perfect. What is it for the imperfect?
2: Okay.
1: Laudawi bum laudabat. Laudabam. Laudabam. Let's do one. Weniant. What What about weniunt? It's not wideo. It's wenio. Weniant. When erunt? When Yeah, when is right for the perfect v long e n e r u n t when and the imperfect is when he abunt. When Oh, E-E-N-I-E. you want to be you want to
2: be
1: imperfect? I was saying perfect and perfect both. I want both. So you you got it. all right. What about potes? Potu potu it. Oh, you're close. Perfect. You're gonna yes for the perfect. Your stem is potu. Uh huh. Okay. Potu. Now you're gonna add I S T I to that. Potuisti. Oh second potuisti. person. Now, that's the that's the perfect. Now what's the imperfect? Poteras, because it's a s, right? It's it's second person. So poteras, potuisti. Let's do one more. Estis e-s-t-i-s.
2: Okay, uh is that um eras?
1: Well, you're close, but you're in the first person singular, and we need first person plural. Oh, I mean, oh, oh, oh,
2: S D S. Okay. <laughs> Eratis.
1: Yes, erotis and? Erotis and? Yes, yes, fuistis. You had it right, fuistis. Stu- 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 Copimus, let's do one more. Copimus. Capimus? Capimus is your perfect, yes. C-E-P-I-M-U-S is your perfect. Now, what's your Imperfect. Bamus. Capie C A P I E B A M U S.
0: I'm afraid it was wrong.
1: <laughs> all right, Tim, You you know this in your sleep, my You've been married to a Latin no. teacher all these years. <laughs> no, no, I can't get this stuff. Timatus. T I M E T I S. All right, imperfect. tomatus You are afraid. That means. I can't find the principal parts, to make oh, this. well, you don't need it for the imperfect, botis. T i m e b a t i s, and perfect is is Your third principal part. So Timuistis, mm-hmm. Timaebotis, and Timuistis. <sighs> okay. Let's do one more. <laughs> now this is an easy one. Das, das, d a s. Daddy. All right, the, the perfect tense is going to be, yes, but what's it going to be for? Second person. Oh, second
2: person. person. Um,
1: De-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de. Now, the imperfect is? Da boss. Dabas. Da boss. Boss. All right, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're not going to do any more of these right now, but we're going to do the rest of these for next week, but we're going to add the future tense to, the ret- to them next week. For next week, we're going to add the future tense because we'll, we'll know the future by now. But, uh, well, I, I, I'll i say this. We'll only do no, we future. got three more, right? We'll, we'll only, well, maybe we do only have three more. Okay, and besides that, you know what? We can't do that because we only know the future for first and second conjugation. So we could, what we will do this week is look at these and say, the ones that are first or second conjugation make future. All right, I'll auget would be Okay, remember what we do? Take the AGIT to make the imperfect. We're going to take the present oh, okay. stem, which is age, and we're going to add bot. So age bot. Age okay, bot. And then the perfect okay. tense, we're going to take the third principal part, which is what? Ago, agere, eggi, and we're going to add a t to it. Eggit. Eggit. it. Okay, let's do one more. August. Oh, hey, the next one is easy cuz you just did number 8, so it's easy. August is going to be.
0: Age okay, boss.
1: Yep. Age okay, And. Agisti. Mm-hmm. Agisti. E is E-gist-i. it. Remember the perfect endings. E is the it. All right. One more. And the Faki. second plural is agistus then? Yeah. That's right. Fakimus. Uh, Fakimus. Yes. that's right for the perfect. That's the perfect. Now it's the inverse. F A C A B -B B B I M U S. Well, you're close. F A C I E B I M U S. a -A -A box. Now let's just look at letter B a minute. Does anyone know how to do any of these in letter B? This is a little more tricky because in these you've got to know. The tense you need. For example, number one, what tense says we're doing something? Imperfect. Yeah. So how do I say we were writing? Scribid bombs. Good job, Moosey. <laughs> Good job. All right, number two. I had these on.
2: written. I had these written down and I can't find
1: it. I'm trying to remember. Oh, you sound like my students. In school, yeah, that's what happens to me.
2: My my brown no touch doesn't seem to save these <laughs> things. I do the exercise, and then I don't know where it goes.
1: I know. I guess it's probably you'll find, from, you'll find it years. You'll find it years from now in your phone. Something ate it. <laughs> yeah, I have given. Let's do one more. What tense says I have? That's the Perfect. Perfect. Yep. So how do we say I have given? You can use one of two verbs. You can use either one. You've got two two possible answers here.
2: Daddy, daddy, daddy is one, and you can use um, you know, donare too. All right, and
1: that would be what?
2: So um, donare. Uh, what is it? We have given. I, I can't yep.
1: find it. It's uh, when it, it's uh, I have given. I have given.
2: Um, don Donavi.
1: Yep, you got it. Donavi. Good. Okay, and right. we do one. We'll do one more. They were <laughs> placing. They were placing. Well,
2: what Your verb is service conare.
1: Yep, ponere.
2: Ponere, yeah, I always get confused where you pronounce the, emphasize the e. If,
1: if it has a long mark, emphasize that. If it doesn't have a long mark, emphasize the first syllable of the word, or the, or the third from the end, anyway. That's the rule. That's a, that's a good rule. If you can learn that rule, that's a very good rule in Latin. If you want to know where to accent a Latin word, if the Latin word has a long mark, accent the long syllable. If it doesn't, accent the third syllable from the end. Except some, the, some except of them, them for, don't have the marks, so, though. You don't. You know, yeah, in well, all in, in, oh no, but on these they do. On yeah, they on, do. This, on these, uh, yes. In real Latin, you might not see the mark, but uh, now the only is word that word that second or third is, conjugation. Is, which one? Pono. Uh, ponere, third. Ponere.
2: Ponere. So we were placing ponere bamos. Oh no, uh, that's for those irregular ones, isn't it?
1: No, no, it's regular, but it's not ponere bamos. Oh, no, it's that's ponere right, bamos. You're thinking of imperfect subjunctive there, Yeah, Oh, yeah, (laughs) subjunctive. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll do the rest of these next week. I'm not going to fight y'all. I mean, I don't want you to have to fuss with them. Look over them again for this week and see if you can (laughs) do do them a little better. Now, in Lesson 40, the big theme in Lesson 40 is future tense. So I got some Latin phrases that have to do with the future kind of. Wait a minute. Are we
2: 41?
1: Uh, 41. Yes, we're in 41 right now. Just started. <laughs> I'm sorry, I keep saying 40. I'm I'm a suspect here. Uh, the first sentence really doesn't have anything to do with the future exactly, but uh, hopefully it does. It means if, if if what it says in this sentence is true, you will live happily ever after, so I suppose that's future. And that's the phrase amor winket omnia, meaning love conquers, conquers all. all. Amor winket. Does anyone know what literary work has that phrase in it? Mm, Shakespeare, I'm sure. Well, no. if he does, I don't know that. I do. Um, I, he may. I don't want to say he doesn't, but that's not the one I was thinking of. Somebody a little even earlier than Shakespeare, Geoffrey Chaucer. It's in um, the Canterbury Tales. It's in the prologue. One uh, of the characters, and I don't remember which one, says, "I'm Omnia." Um, I think he has a. Thing, i think he has a, a a crest that he's wearing or something that says it. Uh-huh. so gary it is, can I, you I, say that what is that second word after amor v-i-n-c-i-t how do you say and, it well in in roman pronunciation you say wink it the v is pronounced like a w amor oh. wink it omnia now if you're speaking catholic latin you would say amor vincit omnia then, okay okay so all right, another another phrase we have here. I kind of like this. Uh, I should tell my mother this phrase because my mother is an avid horoscope reader, and uh, or at least she used to be. Astra inclinant said no obligant. I like that. Astra inclinant said no obligant, meaning the stars incline us; they do not bind us. What does that
2: mean? That's what I was wondering, what exactly that means, even in English, because that was
1: puzzling. What does that mean? It means the stars may affect us in some way. I mean, nobody's going to say they don't. I don't know. They might, but they don't make our future. Uh They don't cause us. So they incline us maybe, but they don't bind us. We can still, we don't have to do what they tell us to do. Uh, so if your horoscope says don't go out tomorrow, it's a bad day. Go out anyway, if you want. <laughs> okay, carpe diem. Seize the day. Seize, Seize the, the day. day. Like that. And we're going to have that one very much today because uh, we're going to learn uh, that that's in our translation of Sarah Sarah. But that's a phrase that means, and it, a lot of people take it to mean just have a great time. You know, li- eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow. You do But It really doesn't mean that. It really means s- the word for seize there is the same word for pluck. It's like pluck the day, like you would pick a fl, like you would pick mm. a flower. Like enjoy it, get the most of it that you can. And that doesn't necessarily mean like eat, drink, be merry, get rip, roar, and drunk and die. <laughs> make the most of your day. Mm-hmm. Do do mm. the do the best you can with your day. Mm uh so uh it's kind of a great phrase if you ever saw the dead poet society mm-hmm. that phrase is big in that in that show that's the mm-hmm. big phrase that guy's teaching them
2: that's one of all my right. favorite movies it's a good yeah, it is.
1: it's just awesome. the latin teacher really spazzes out at the end he's walking around going and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. All right. Before we go on, what do these numbers mean? Um, the are numbers asking? are stupid. Uh, I copied these. Some of these phrases I copied from a list of phrases that I have, and the f- list I took them from must have had their automatic oh those things uh, automatic numbering yeah. turned on. Yeah. And so when I and I I won't do that anymore. Uh, some I don't know how to avoid it. Just have to. I'll just have to learn remember the spelling of every word and type it in. Yeah, those numbers mean nothing. It's just because they had the automatic numbering turned on from a list that I copied it from. I didn't know why it why it carried over, really. Faber es sui quisque fortunae. I like that. Every man is the artisan of his own fortune. And I picked that one partly because it's said by a blind man. Appius Claudius Caicus means Appius Claudius the blind. He was a a guy way back in Roman history who supposedly was blind. I think they named the Appian way after him.
2: And I'm wondering if that Caicus is a sort of a um, etymology of ciego. Yes, it is.
1: Yes, yes, it is. I'm sure of it. I wonder when I saw that. But I don't think, but it's funny that in French, They have a totally different thing. They say without sight, a vugla. I guess a vugla, vugla, it's sort of related. So I guess a vugla, it's not related. It's more from video, whereas this caicus word is where you get siego. What is it in Italian? I wonder. I think it's closer
2: to the caicus, and I'm trying to think of what it is. And then in German, it's blind, like blind. 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 It's Germanic. But uh, what I was wondering would this be the. This wouldn't be the classical Latin, right? The avogla would be more classical, and this might be... Well,
1: no, no, no. Avogla is French.
2: Yeah, but I mean, coming from the Latin, you know, more of like the Video. Uh, well, no,
1: I'd say they're both classical. Caicus oh, is okay. certainly classical, and so is video. So I would say they're both classical. And oh, I okay, I That's don't know a French. middle. I either. knew
2: that the French came from video, but
1: yeah. um, I was yeah. just
2: wondering about this other word because I wasn't as yeah. familiar with it.
1: yeah, and I, you're asking a very good I don't know what the etymology of that word kaicus. What we should do is I should get somebody. maybe my friend John has a Lewis and short Latin dictionary which gives the etymologies of these words. and he might be able to tell us what that caicus is from, what you know, what the etymology of it is. Of course, it's anybody's guess. Anyway, Fortis uh, in arduis—that's a good phrase. Fortis in arduis, strong in difficulties.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, strong could
1: you, could in. Could you
2: break down that last one, though? That, you know, the, the one before. Just break it. Oh, down. yeah. It's a little more uh, difficult. It,
1: yeah, because it's it's mixed up. It, it's got the okay. So it says, Faber est uh, the. Um, uh every man is the artisan so so what it really says is uh the artisan he is the artisan e- each person quisque is the word they're translating as every man quisque each one est faber is the initiator sui fortunae of his own fortune Genitive, But notice the word order is very confused, probably to emphasize sui, of his own fortune. You know, every man is the, uh, is the initiator of his own fortune. And I think that's why they put sui there, sort of out of the normal place where you would not expect it to be, uh, emphasizing that. As opposed to someone else's fortune. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, well, and also uh, to kind of say nothing else affects it. It's you that affects your own fortune. It's nothing else. Nobody else, you uh-huh. know. Omnia, um, in omnia paratus, ready for anything. I just thought that was a good one to have. Uh, Carla, that's your motto for this next <laughs> all prepared (laughs) you're you're in school that's your motto yeah you should see my classroom (laughs) i'm sure i'm sure they never moved me out of my classroom the whole time i was teaching but if they had i'm sure it would have been a mess so i'm sure it would have been confusing all right future tense very easy very easy although some of you don't know the imperfect tense so this might not be so easy but now the thing that's funny about this the first and second conjugation is very easy in the future the third and fourth conjugation has a totally different future. And we'll get that one next week. So we'll just do first and second this week. So for first conjugation, simply make it like you would make the imperfect. That is A M A Ma Ama Bas. But instead of using Bom, boss Bot Bomus Botus Bunt, we're going to use Bo bis bit bimus beatis bunt. Mm. bo bis bit b-o-b-i-s-b-i-t-b-i-m-u-s-b-i-t-i-s-b-u-n-t so it's going to be amabo amabis amabit amabimus amabitus amabunt and you do exactly the same thing for second conjugation take your take your stem which is going to be e and add bo bis bit bimus, bitis, this with debo, bo with bis with a bit with a with bitis with a very easy very easy now, I do want to talk a minute about something stupid in English that no one even knows exists today, probably. But if you looked at my paradigm, you, you've you seen it. And that is the rule called the shall-will rule. Do you all know what the shall-will rule is?
2: I shall, we shall, but he will. Well, there's a
1: rule. Somebody made this rule up, by the way. He must have nothing better to do in the 1800s. He made up the shall, will rule in English. And it says this, if you express future telling what you're going to do, you're supposed to say, I shall, shall. you will, he will. We shall, you will, they will. Huh. That's future. So it's it's incorrect to say, I will go home after school. You say, I shall go home after school if you want to express futurity. Now, what if you want to express, I'm going to do something or bust. In other words, I'm determined I'm going to do it. You will. say I will, you shall, we shall. <laughs> I mean uh, I mean I will, you shall, he shall, we will, you shall, they shall. <laughs> so for example, if I want to say I I will do something. I will uh I will talk to my wife after this call. And say, I will t- I shall talk to her after this call. I shall talk to her after this call. But if I'm bound to determine that I'm going to go walk with my neighbor after this call, I would say, I will walk with my neighbor after this call. Nothing is going to stop me from it. <laughs> See? And, and likewise, if I wanted to say, Carla uh, will go to school tomorrow. Uh, Carla is going to go to school in the future. I would say, Carla, she will go to school tomorrow. But if I want to tell what she's going to do her bust, like <laughs> she shall have her own classroom. Carla shall have her own classroom. See what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) The the tricky thing about this is nobody obeys it. No. I don't know if they ever did. Nobody's ever obeyed this rule, but it's in Uh, the books. uh, And when you see a Latin book show in the the future, it shows you, I shall, you will, he will. We shall, you will, they will. But if you want to tell what you're going to do or bust, I will, you shall, he shall. We will, you shall, they shall. (laughs) So it's a funny rule. I think people used to know it though. If you look at stuff the way it was written
0: back, you know, a few centuries. Jane Austen.
2: I Jane think Austen. they knew
0: I think they knew the rule.
1: Yep. Yep. Well,
2: but in Latin there, there's no other way to reverse it. In Latin
1: it? no, in Latin it's all future. I mean, right, what this tense future. is all future. This this shall will thing doesn't even exist. Uh, to say what you would say when you want to th- De- express determination uh i'd have to think how to do that in latin with an adverb or a subjunctive or something or maybe a gerund i don't know but you certainly wouldn't do it uh with the future tense and and in french it doesn't exist there's nowhere else this rule exists except in english but yeah you're right i remember when we learned latin our english teacher was kind of an older lady and she was pretty uh Sharp, you know, in English, knew it. And I remember her teaching this I shall, you will, he will, we shall. And I remember asking her about it. Well, well, and she acted like, you should know this. It's I shall, you will, he will, we shall, you will, they will. You should know this. And I remember thinking, okay, I'm not going to ask no more about it then, you know. Um, And I didn't find out until much later. I don't even know where I read about this, that this is a stupid rule that somebody that had nothing else to do made up, but nobody's. Follows it much, at least maybe they did in the past somewhere back, but they don't now. Uh, so I don't care if you say shall or will. I'll know what you mean. You know. Yeah. All right. So, uh, future tense of soon. Very easy. Ero eris erit erimus eritis erunt. Imperfect was eram eras erat. This is ero eris erit. So if you see an o i s i t i m u s i t i s i uh u n t, it's future ero eris erit, erimus erit serunt. I will be, you will, or I shall be, you will be, he will be, we shall be, you will be, they will be. Now, posum, same thing, except put a t in there. Potero, poteris, poterit, poterimus, poteritus, poterunt. Okay, there we go. Any, uh, any questions on this? That's all you have to learn for the week, as far as future tense is concerned. Is now, there
2: the, a typographical error for I shall
1: see? Well, let me see. That's quite possible.
2: And, Gary, it's Melissa. Um, Just to let you know, it's 42 minutes past the hour. I forgot to let you
1: know about the 40 minutes. Oh, no, no, no. So what time is it right now? So it's now
2: one forty-two. well, Pacific time. It's one forty-two. so that would be oh. 4.00. I believe, 42. Okay.
1: That's good. That's not much. You didn't miss by much.
2: Okay. Which one, now, which one, Carla, was it? I <laughs> shall see. I'm seeing We Day
1: Babe. No. No, I have V-I-D-E-B-O colon. Yeah. Wait a minute. Well, well, we, well, she's V-I-D-E-B-O. asking about We Day Bo. Oh, uh, at the
2: beginning. I shall, see.
1: I shall see. Yeah, I bet you a dollar your colon turned into a C for some reason. Yeah. But in my Braille, it's actually a... It's actually uh, a...
0: B-I-D-E-B-O. Yeah. That's what I have. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Now, this future tense has a weird idiom in, in Latin, which, by the way, most Latin students never learn because they don't read plays in Latin. They don't see it. If you want to say please in Latin, like please do something... One way you can do it is to use the future tense of Amo. And what you really say is, I will love you if you do it. <laughs> but like, if you want to say, you know, please bring me some cake, you'd say, bring me some cake. I will love you. <laughs> and that means that's like saying please. And so if you see Amo te, often it means please do something, do such and such a thing.
2: Is that "I shall love you" or "I will"? Uh, love really,
1: you? <laughs> really, it's "I shall love you." Yes, yes, really, it's "I shall love you." I beg your pardon. You're exactly right. It is "I shall love you." If you do, oh my,
0: it makes a—that's a great song. Now write that one. What? I shall love you. Never oh, that mind. does
1: make a great—that you have to write that one, Ninette. No, no, not for me. Not writing in Latin. That's not happening here. No. Oh. Amikitia, amikitia, means friendship. This is our new vocab that we're going to use in our lesson and our sentences and stuff. A Apud, preposition with accusative, mean among, at the house of. Apud may. I had. I did I do that for? Now there's a typo error. I wrote odd may. I should have wrote put. I should have written apud may at my house. Uh, Kylam kylie means sky. Sky. I knew a girl whose name was. They pronounced it Chaley. Her parents named her that. I guess they thought she was going to be like heaven. You know, huh. if she was born. Really. Um, Pretty. Carus, cara, carum means dear. Okay. No derivative from that. Cross means tomorrow. Huh. If you procrastinate, you put mm-hmm. off until tomorrow. Exercitus, exercitus. It's a fourth declension word. It means army. And in Spanish, you have ejército. Oh, so it's okay. Very good.
2: And I'm wondering if it exercise comes from the same root. Yes, yes.
1: Does it does because exercitus is really the fourth principal part of a verb, meaning to train. Yeah. Exercito. And so if you train or exercise, that's what an army does too. So so an army uh-huh. is people that are exercised, that are trained. Uh-huh. Tim means secretly. Fertile. Uh, Furtive. Yep, furtive. Um, Inferi means the spirits of the dead or the dead. Infernal, going to the infernal regions. Inquit, he said, that's a word they often put right in the middle of a sentence to show you that it's, uh, since Latin didn't really use quotation marks, it's a way of showing you that you're quoting someone's speech. Mm. He said, right in the middle of the sentence. Mm. Inuito, to invite. That's easy. Lacedaemonius is a Spartan. It's in the reading we're going to have. Patria patriae means country. If you are an expatriate, you're a person who is not living in your real country for some Mm -hmm. reason, maybe like an exile. Uh, Patriotic is a word coming from that. You're patriotic. You love your fatherland. Persicus means a Persian Sagita means arrow. We get the word Sagittarius, which is the in the sky. He's the arrow bearer. Suavis means pleasant. And that's it. Now, let's skip to the end of the lesson. We're going to look at my translation of Que Será Será. One reason I love teaching this class is you guys are making me do things that I have not done for years. Um I got all excited and I've been excited for a while about this but I didn't think of it. There is an ode by Horace, Ode 111, which is kind of about not trying to find out what happens in the future. And I always thought it would be a neat ode to use for uh uh for the for the chorus of it. But the other night I got fooling around with it and I I translated the entire song. K okay, Sarah Sarah. So I just want to look at it a little bit with you. And we'll see if we can sing it. Uh, basically, it's
0: just a little girl.
1: That's the one. Ubi Aram Puelula. That says exactly when I was a little girl. Puelula is a little girl. When I was a little girl, Matrim Rogabam, de Postero, I asked my mother. I used to ask my mother about the future. Arona Pulchra, will I be beautiful, outdways be or rich? Ba. she and she, she say, said to me, to me. Now the chorus is where it gets really different. Nynet wanted me to really translate, whatever will be, but instead I took an ode of Horace's and I reworked it a little bit. And what this ode says is, here is what the mother says to this kid: Don't try to find out. It is wrong to know. What end the gods have given to you? How much better it is to suffer whatever will be. So it sort of says the same thing, but in different language. But you can sing it to K Sarah Sarah. Let's see if we can sing this this first verse. Those of you that have it, okay. It goes. Wait a minute, I lost play. Here we go. Ubi eram puellula matrim rogaba de postero. Ero ne pocra er e ami di keba. tu ne quae seris scire nefast tibi quim fingim di de rent utmelius erit. Wow. There we go. Great. Now, second verse. Second verse. Kumfiarim we're go pul. When I became a young maiden. Amikum Rogabam quit dara. Ask my boyfriend what would happen. Okay. Um, Eri Beati. Would we will we be happy? Out Diwitase, or will we be rich? Eramicus Dikot and my boyfriend said to me, and he says exactly the same thing, the same ode of Horace. So let's look at it. it says Kumfirim virgo will meet on it. Amicum Rogabat quidaki dot <laughs> Eramus Navyati out de with taste et amicus bot. To nequa, see your rins here be Quentin and be de la I noticed
2: something, Gary, in there when it said, um, you know. Um, eros ne beati, and I think of happy beatitudes.
1: That's exactly where it is. Beatitudes. It's that. That's that word. It, it's where we get the beatitudes from. If you're happy, because it keep in the in the Bible, in the Latin Bible, it says "beatus est." You know, um, that's the word they use for that. There for that translation. All right, no. Third verse. Now I have a little son. Nunc filiolum habeo. Mat trim rogabot de poster now I have a little son he asked his mother about the future will he be handsome or rich and I tenderly repeat Tenere itero and then the, the rest the regular Horus ode that we use so um uh, de. <laughs> I'm sorry I said, I said father marim rogaba de poster erit ne poche mm-hmm. aldiwes tenere ways ero tu ne quai ciris dire nefaste quem finim de de rent quid melius erit quid quid arit pati carpe <laughs> <laughs> carpe diem is at the end of that horus ode this is the horus ode that has
2: carpe uh,
1: the idea of the ode is don't try to find out what's going to happen in the future no matter what it is but seize the day uh, so, so it's in that uh so it, since it was in that ode i just put it on the end but I, I was pleased with that translation you guys made me do something i haven't done for years so um uh, I was really, in, I was really uh enthused about that anyway. We'll sing that for the next couple of weeks if you like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think Doris Day has to worry any, but I, I kind of like that translation, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, but it's kind of funny because oh, alive. Is... <laughs> oh, I think she's very much alive. I think she's pretty open. I don't, don't old. think so. I don't think so. would She's
2: alive in heaven, hopefully.
1: huh? I think she's alive. I didn't know she no, was dead. No. Are I, you I, sure about that?
2: I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, my friend Robbie. 90s. Hey, Ninette,
1: these... te- we can text Robbie and ask her that.
2: Well, how old yeah. would she be?
1: Goodness gracious. Nineties.
2: Nineties.
1: She lost one of her sons. Right. I don't know if it was Terry Melcher or if it was the other son. She lost one of her I sons. I think it was her. Terry. Might have been Terry Melcher. Know, Terry Paul's Melcher was what i think she passed away are you sure uh, she's with us saying, i'm almost uh, emotional sure. i'll check it out for a while but i do well, you know, know. terry I melcher's so. the guy that was in the rip and all those yep. groups that uh, bruce and terry and yep. a yeah. oh hey little closer and all son. that yep yeah that was her son so he's
2: also the one that charles manson pestered to uh, make a record
1: i wouldn't be surprised yeah i wouldn't be surprised yeah about you're that.
2: pushing too hard <laughs> remember <laughs> that was that the one yeah. I think so
1: it could be um was that charles Manson? Oh, that sorry. was Charles Manson that
2: recorded that no I'm uh, Terry Melcher wasn't it oh, oh no right, right, wait right. the rip cords she said
1: oh the rip cords yeah okay now uh um, what Terry? Time is it? yes yeah um two minutes? you have
2: six minutes
1: oh six minutes okay
2: yes okay well, I'll, I'll let you know when, when the two minute mark happens too.
1: Thanks. I was going to talk about the rape of the Sabines, but I think uh, we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't get it finished. In fact, we wouldn't hardly even get it started. So I think we'll not worry with the rape of the Sabines this week. We'll talk about that next week. But um, so, what can you do this week? Well, you can um, do letter B of lesson forty, if you want to, or is it letter C? It's it's the exercise that says. I was writing. It's the one where you're writing one word verbs. You can do that if you want to. And then we have exercises in lesson 41. We have 11 sentences to translate. And we have a little story. We have a little story about the Battle of Thermopylae. It's actually not uh, describing the battle. It's a little humorous exchange between a soldier and a, between a uh, Spartan soldier and the Persian a Persian soldier. They have a little humorous exchange of words, and so you can read that, and uh, of course study your future tense and sing "Caseira Sera" if you want to. Uh, I'll entertain
2: any Sparky with that? What's that? I'll entertain Sparky with "Caseira." Yeah,
1: he'll love that. He'll say, "He'll say, Carly, it, we're going to the dogs around here." You're singing. Yeah. that. <laughs> no, he'll love. It. He'll love it. He'll love it. I'm sure he will. Um, any other comments or questions on what we did, uh, guys? I don't mean to. Um, we can we can go back over some of these verbs. Y'all weren't real sure on the imperfect, so we can always. I
2: think you know, I think I would like to really review the perfect and imperfect a little bit more, only because they're you know they're they're close and not so close. And I remember it's been a long time since I had them. You know, but I don't yep,
0: know about yep. the rest of you.
1: But Ninette feels the same way. I think she does I never like did them. learn them. Because I went away to New Orleans,
0: and when I came back, it was all over.
1: <laughs> when you went to New Orleans, dear, we were learning indirect statements. No, you told me that I missed something. You missed indirect but statements. That's what you missed.
0: I thought you told Oh, I don't think I had trouble with them. But you told me I missed something about the imperfect, I thought. No, I not think.
1: I think you, were, you and I, that's when you and I were going hot and heavy, when the imperfect and perfect was going on. <laughs> and I think you were busy thinking about me. probably. TMI. Anyway, that was ninth grade. Um, but anyway, uh, so yes, okay, if that's what you would like to do, does everybody agree with that pretty much? We will uh, work, we will take that under consideration, and we will see what we can come up with for next week that'll give you more review on the perfect and on the imperfect and uh see what we can do with that. i
2: don't know you might not all agree with me but that's just how i'm feeling right based now. based
1: on the way people were answering these questions today i think everybody agrees with you i think so. i
0: think i think we need to go back and review a whole lot of stuff and to give gary more to do i mean and give him more more material because he's going to run out of material eventually
1: <laughs> well we can you know, always I review didn't...
2: I would like to figure out a way, um, sometimes it's good to go across the columns and do each verb, but I'm wondering if I were to write them, you know, go through the um, first conjugation verbs and then all the endings and the second, I wonder if it would be easier um, to review that way. Yeah, two go. minutes. And I'd like somebody else's advice on that, because there is um, there's an advantage to doing it either way. And I just want to yeah. find out yeah. which is yeah. more fruitful.
1: And I've taught out of both kinds of books. I taught out of a book that did it all first, all second, all third, etc. And I've taught out of a book that kind of lumped them together. And truthfully, the students that studied did well with each, and the students that didn't study did terrible with each. So <laughs> I think uh, yeah. it, it just depends. You're probably going to have to come back to it next week. Yep. Yeah, we'll come back to it next week. Uh, and maybe what I should do is print you guys out all the endings as a separate thing, you know, like uh, a whole separate thing, even more than I've done up to now. So we'll see. Let me think about it and see what we can do. All right. I'll see you all next week. And you've got you got plenty to do. Much. And we'll, uh and cetera, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, see you, you later. Thank you. Bye now. Bye DM. See you later, Melissa. Arpe thank you.